All right, welcome to another episode of Really Healthy Scott Mitchell. And I'm Melanie Douglas. And we got a great show for you. Uh, we've got a lot of diet trends uh, in the, the world today. Flexitarian? Flexitarian, pescatarian, and a lot more. A lot more. So we're going to talk about yep. that also. Is watermelon uh, hydrating? And how in the world am I ever going to do a pull-up? I don't know. When you find out, let me know. You got I'm just it. kidding. <laughs> and this whole concept of hot dogs. Is there such thing as a healthy hot dog? Yeah, don't get me started. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's so do let's it. let's start with the the trending diets for 2019. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you, you have to tell me which of these you are because part of living in 2019 in this society is you have to have a diet identity. I have to be identified as something. Yeah, right? you got to identify your diet. Yeah. What is it? I'm just kind of joking. We're having some fun with this. Okay. Are you a uh, flexitarian? Flexitarian? Here's what a flexitarian is. They're mostly vegetarians, but they eat red meat a couple times a week. Oh, so there's See, a little flex in it. Yeah, there's a little ah, flex in so your vegetarianism. I got you. So they, they'll every once in a while Yeah. They'll they'll get a source of protein from basically an animal. Usually they, they they like to slip up with red meat, flexitarians. And I see a lot of people who say I'm a five day I'm a vegetarian during the week and then a flexitarian on the weekends because ah. I'll have some I'll go have a steak or something. Okay, so there's flexitarian. So I would, uh, that would be interesting actually right? to me. Yeah, but uh, okay, I, I want to talk some more, more about this. Okay, yeah, I know we, you we can go it. back to the ones yeah. that you find interesting. What about a pescatarian? So those are people who eat fish. You're right. Yes, but it's funny because it's not funny. It's it's just interesting. Is it just All, fish? I mean, is that the? It's only... not just fish. Actually, they're mostly vegetarians as well. Right. But they supplement their diet with fish. So they may eat fish three to four times a week. That's mostly how a pescatarian is. Do they eat is. eggs? Yes. Okay, so a pescatarian will eat eggs. Yes. Well, you know what? I say that, and everyone makes it their own. But these okay. are like basic basic uh, ballpark rules, okay? Um, are you a volumetrist? A volumetrist. I just made that up. But, uh, but no, really, there's volumetrics, which is a portion control person. Oh. Yeah, they watch their portions. So measure, I would, I would say that's my sister. Yeah, a volumetrist. My sister carries a scale with her uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah. And she weighs it out every last thing. Okay. And then there's uh, an omnivore. What's omnivore? That? Omnivores. Omnivore would be they eat everything. That's right. Yeah. That's kind of where a lot of us fall. <laughs> so everything as as in meat, vegetables, plants, yeah. yeah. The whole you'll, thing. you'll eat it all. Then you know, when it gets into vegetarian, you have vegetarian, you have lacto ovo vegetarian, you have vegan. Those are the Okay, what's vegan as how's that different from a vegetarian? Okay, so most vegetarians will eat a little bit of egg and dairy, but they don't eat like plant. They I oh, sorry, they don't eat plants. That's the opposite. They don't eat animals, right? Right. Like meat. Um and then a lacto ovo, they will eat meat. I mean, sorry, I'm messing this all up. They'll have dairy and eggs. And a vegan is like no animal products whatsoever. No, like no nothing. not even honey. Or certain oh, really? flowers, yeah, certain oh, wow. flowers that have animal products in them. There are certain breads they can't eat. So a vegan is going to be super, super careful, reading all the labels, making sure there are no animal products in anything. Wow. Did I get that right, Madison? <laughs> I know. Basically, though, but here's here's my point with this topic. 
my topic, my point is that a lot of us identify, we want to have a food identity. It gives us direction. It gives us strategy. It makes us feel like we are in control. And there's nothing wrong with it. So I think it's great. But, you know, me personally, you know I'm, like, super flexible and I don't plan anything. Right. So I always joke that, like, I'm a flexitarian on Monday and a pescatarian on Tuesday and an omnivore on Friday. Friday is definitely omnivore. So wouldn't there be – shouldn't – Shouldn't there be a special category for you? Yeah. That's like... I know. I need to come up with a new a, name for a it, new right? Name. Yes. I do it all. I, I practice them all. You know, but there are good and bad things uh, about all types of eating programs. But the point is, when you look at all of these diets, what do they all focus on? Plants, healthy fats. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. Even if you go to paleo and keto and Mediterranean, you're coming back to the same foods. Remember in our last episode, we talked about foods that help your memory? Oil, fish, dark leafy, avocado, seeds, nuts. Guess what? Flexitarian, pescatarian, vegetarian, uh, volumetrist, keto. You're eating the same foods. I got a question for you. Okay. Um, Are you better off? Is Is it helpful to you? If you identify as something, mm-hmm. does it does it not not from a sense of I feel like I belong, mm-hmm. but it, it gives you kind of a a basis to build off. It gives you base, structure. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Are, I, are you going to have a better chance to succeed or not? Or I totally matter? think so. Okay. I think that's why it's good to say, you know what, there are a lot of different styles to eat. And that's why we have explored with you trying different things because right. you don't know what works for you until you've tried a few things. And when you so find that thing. So I have an identity thing, crisis right now. You're having an identity crisis. Well, you yeah. liked a few things. I, but- actually, actually, I'm not. It's not a an identity crisis it's just a an exploratory curious curious yeah. nature i'm yeah. just trying to go let's let's see what these are all about and and being open-minded yeah about different types of ways to and, eat you know some people actually do this they scale back their diet to like broth nothing you're eating nothing and then they start introducing things back in one at a time to see what makes them feel good and what makes them feel bad like there are people who say, I don't like meat. It does not sit well with me. And I know that because I scaled back. Basically. Is that you, is that a good thing to do? Is that, is that I think it's pretty bad? extreme. Yeah. I think it's pretty extreme. And I think people start to feel better with change. Because in general, most of us eat crap. We eat too many processed foods and white breads and blah, blah, blah. And all of these diets, whatever that identity is that gives you your direction and your path, they create change. And that makes you feel better. It really does. It's it's fascinating um, to to look through all of these. I I'm wondering, and I I haven't done. I've tried it, but I'm wondering if maybe there's a moment that I I go vegan. Mm. Well, and, it and would that's, scare me. You know what? Let me say this though: on any diet, you can end up eating crap. So even as a so vegan, if, yeah. A vegan can be like, oh, yeah, I can drink Coca-Cola. It's totally vegan. I mean, it doesn't mean it's healthy. In most of these diets, you still have to use your willpower and make choices that are better for your health. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great comment. Uh, Why is it, though, that people say they, they like to tell you their identity? Because we're tribal creatures. Like... Do you, you know what I'm we, saying? Yeah. Well, I think we like to feel like we're in control. We like to feel like we belong. And we like to have direction. All right. All right. Fascinating. It's really interesting stuff. 
Uh, we need to find a name for you. We'll get. We'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We come back, though. I'm curious about this. Is watermelon actually hydrating? Well, can you eat your water? I love, love watermelon. All right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. To really healthy Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. Um, all right, let's just get right into it. Yes, I love in the news. watermelon. This right. is stuff that's in the news. So yes. the New York Times is watermelon actually hydrating for you? Yes, you can actually eat your water. You, you don't can have eat to just your drink your water. You know, interesting statistic, right? Don't you it, think it makes it more fun that way? It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. Watermelon's really good for you, but food. So eighty-seven percent of Americans believe you have to drink your water. They believe you have to drink to get hydrated. I, I would think that would be the case. But here's an interesting be, be part of them. counter statistic. Only 40% of Americans drink, wait, 40% of Americans drink less than four cups a day. So while we believe you're supposed to drink it, we're not doing it. No one's doing it. Yeah, we're bad at it. So, so, so what is it in watermelon? Why is it just... Is it's it not just... well. You know what I mean. Watermelon. It's a fun topic because it's summer, and watermelon also has vitamin C and potassium. And guess what? This thing called lycopene, and lycopene is basically a phytochemical that fights cancer and protects your eyes and your heart, and it's super powerful. And watermelon has lots of it, uh, in addition to being hydrating. But watermelon isn't the only hydrating food. Do you, do you like watermelon, by the way? Yes, I okay. dig it. Love it. So, so there are other watermelon foods then, right? Yeah. So other foods that are hydrating like might be, guess what? That one type of lettuce that we were told not to eat ever again. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Oh, iceberg lettuce. It got such a bad reputation. Did it really? Yeah. Everyone was like, iceberg lettuce, that pale green lettuce. Nobody should eat iceberg lettuce. Why did Why did it get such a bad No rep? nutrients, no color, nothing good. Oh. Okay. This was when I was I like- I don't really like don't it remember when it's that? kind of- it's kind of white or right. you get that guess what big knot in the middle of iceberg it. lettuce can be fun it's very crunchy it's very hydrating even if you eat it for the water that's great spinach has water radishes celery tomatoes cucumbers peppers all of those things are very hydrating foods so eat more of them so do you do you remember when we had a discussion a while ago and it was on the cel- celery juicing oh yeah yeah and like it was just the rage, right? Where has it gone? I mean, because well, <laughs> isn't you, it funny how well, fast no, you, these things right, go? Right, but you mentioned the celery, and I'm and I'm and I'm thinking of the what you know. They go, it's like more calories to actually consume it than it actually has any nutritional value. But it's you, when you eat it, you certainly go, oh, this is it's moist. You can sense that there's some water content in it. Yes, um, is could that have been part of the? hydrating the the craze of of the celery juicing that it was it was as hydrating as it was anything yeah i mean think about when people get on with a trend like celery juice or they change their diet and they feel amazing they have all this new energy sometimes all that positive energy and that feel good that that feeling of being awesome is from water is from being hydrated when you're tired when you're groggy and you're just not feeling good and your energy's down a lot of times that's hydration so you have these foods yes. that are, are hydrating, 
Should you be conscious of eating them because they're hydrating, or should you also supplement that by drinking water? Well, you still want to drink water, but basically the whole, let's just go to the eight glasses of water a day. You really just need four or five and some hydrating foods, maybe some coffee or tea. Like, you don't have to get eight to ten big glasses of clear only water to be hydrated. You can eat your water. Can you drink too much water? Yes, you can drink too much water, but it usually happens in sports or athletics where people are really drinking a lot um, and maybe sweating a lot and they're losing their sodium and then it just becomes this imbalance. You can drink too much, but you know, with water, it's how you feel, right? Is your skin soft? Are your lips dry and chapped? Um, is your urine clear or pale? Those are all things to Signs know of that you're hydrated. You yeah, yeah. But eat your water. It's fun, especially okay. in the summer when all these foods are so good. Even tomatoes? Even tomatoes. Right. Yeah. And they're also more filling because they have a lot of water content. So, like, you know, they are, help you feel full. Are you are you good with tomatoes then? Yeah. I like – there is no plant. I have no issue. No issue with any plant. Yeah. They're all okay. my friends. All right. Got a couple questions okay. here. Um, my ultimate fitness goal is to, is to do a push-up. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. A pull-up. A pull-up. I'm sorry. How do I work up to where I can do a pull-up? This I isn't know. my question, by the way. Yeah, it's a good question. I know it's a common one. It's a I, hard thing to do. Pull-ups I went through are hard this phase. I mean, a legitimate pull-up. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do a one-arm push-up and a pull-up. That was my goal for a long time. And it was super, super hard. So here are a couple of tips. So first of all, a pull-up is really a technique to learn. So it's all your muscles have to work together in a certain way to lift your body up at a certain speed. So sometimes it's not even you may have the strength. You just don't have the experience with the exercise. So the best way to do it is to get a little door jam. Okay, well, there's two ways you can do it. So this is at home. At home, get yourself a little door jam. They're like 20 bucks at Walmart. And it's a great piece of fitness equipment because pull-ups are very good for you and they're very hard. Um, you start by you put your hands up on that and you jump into it. And even if you only jump two inches off the ground, as you jump, you try to catch yourself and hold it. Get your back muscles to engage and you just hold. So you do a little jump and you may, you know, eventually you start to jump higher and you finally can jump and pull yourself up into that pull up. But you might practice for six months. This can, these are not easy things. Some people, they're easy. Some people are like, oh yeah, I can do 20 pull ups right now. And you're just like, I hate you. Walk away. <laughs> um, but they are really good for you. The other thing is at the gym, there's a piece of equipment called a Gravitron. Have you ever used that? Yep. Yeah. And you can use something like that. Those are really good to help. Basically, you add more weight and it assists you and helps you lift. That's a great piece of equipment if you want to learn how to do a pull-up. All right. So it's not so hard. Not, not as hard as people think. You can do it. All right. Is there such a thing as a healthy hot dog? Ugh. I mean, it's summertime and my kids growing up, well, they just devoured hot dogs. I think that hot dogs are a processed food. And uh, honestly, traditional hot dogs are, frankly, to me, they're disgusting. They're like the scraps of but meat ground but, up, super processed, nitrate, sodium. No, 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 no. Well, and they have lipstick in them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, don't get me started. So anyway, if you want to do a hot dog, pick all beef or all chicken. If you flip over the label and it's like parts of beef, chicken, whatever. The parts gross, part pork, is kind of the thing that yeah, you, you the should mixed be wearing. meat of. part is not so great. You also want it to be uncured. So like an uncured all beef. And the reason for that is the nitrates it, that they use in curing these types of meat have been linked to cancer. Really? Yeah. 
So try for an uncured all beef or all chicken hot dog. And you know what? Just save them for a cookout. Like you're going up in the mountains, have a fire a few times a year. It's a special occasion. It's not something that I would keep in my house as a regular in my fridge every day of the week type of thing. Yeah, my kids, it's a summertime thing, and it was when they were young. Yeah. And I was actually more concerned about them, like, choking on the hot dog than actually eating it. And that's an issue, too. (laughs) that is a very, very strong issue. Okay, um, that about does it for us here. You can uh, find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Really Healthy Podcast. We'd love your feedback. We'd love you to like us because we like you. And, of course, go to thereallyhealthyshow.com, our website, A lot of great information there, always updating, always sharing things, because we want you to have a really healthy day. I'm Scott Mitchell. She's Melanie Douglas, and we'll catch you soon.